and welcome or welcome back to the Mississippi Artist to Artist podcast, where we feature contemporary artists living and working in Mississippi. Today is special. Today is the release of the TLYB Art Mag, the very first issue. It's a visual arts magazine dedicated to the contemporary artists living and working in Mississippi. Three of the articles in the magazine were based on interviews that I hosted over Zoom, and we have turned those into special edition TLYB Art Mag interview podcast things. I don't know. I wanted you to be able to hear all of the words that they said, not just the edited words that made it into the magazine. So we're going to release these back to back, starting with Jennifer Drinkwater and the What's Good Project. You can visit tlybartmag.com to download your issue, view online, or purchase the limited edition copy. All right, on to the interview. In your the the podcast, we covered a lot about the the you as an artist, and um, what I want to focus on for the article is really the What's Good project. So why don't you go ahead and give us the elevator pitch for the What's Good project? Sure. So the What's Good project basically is uh, it's artwork created and inspired by conversations that I have with community members around the country around the country with an asterisk that is primarily just Iowa and Mississippi right now, because that's where I live in Iowa and I'm from Mississippi. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the elevator pitch. It's I've gotten it down to like a sentence, which is great. And how did all this originate? Great question. And I'm actually giving a presentation on this in Ames on Wednesday. So this is all perfect timing. So there's two parts to it. Two parts. The first part is, um, and this kind of goes back to the podcast that we did that you so graciously hosted me, but going to art school in the late 90s as an artist, you're given like two options. You can either get a master's degree and you can teach or you can try and pray for a gallery representation and earn money, right? So like there's no business or I did not receive any entrepreneurial business training at all. That was the thing. So then... um, So I got a master's degree and I started teaching. And during that, I started working for Iowa State Extension, um, which means I drive around Iowa and work with communities for community and economic development using art, which is great. And I come back to Mississippi quite a bit. And my favorite thing in the world is road trips and visiting town, like little communities and discovering, not discovering things, but learning about new places and new people. So I'd meet all these great folks doing amazing things in their communities, work primarily rural communities, and you just don't hear about them. You don't hear about these things. You have these all of these sort of really depressing stereotypes and generalizations that you read about rural America, particularly rural Mississippi, particularly rural Iowa. And that just has not been my experience. So I thought, what can I do to create, you know, to to somehow leverage these stories. And I do not have a big platform, but I'm a painter and I love painting other people's, I love painting cultural things. Like I'm not a self-expressive painter. So I thought, and I, as I was doing extension work, I learned about something called asset-based community development. 
which is a framework and a philosophy that when you want to improve community, you need to focus on what's good there. The strengths that already exist, doing that creates a sense of hope and empowerment with the folks who live there, right? If you just sit there and you have a community meeting about all of the challenges and strengths, which is called deficit-based community development, um, it doesn't go well. Folks get sad. <laughs> and what, I don't know about you, but when I'm sad, like I don't want to do very much. So the, the, the key is to focus on the strengths. So that's where the What's Good project started is as I just started going into communities, I'm already doing it anyway. And just asking people, tell me what's good, which I was kind of already doing anyway, right? You go to a new place, you want to hear what is the, what's the thing I need to see or know about or the stories I need to hear. And so then I was transcribing those conversations and um, I started creating paintings based on a lot of that. And it, it they're usually places, right? They're usually like buildings or landscape or they're not really figurative. I didn't really want to focus on the people as much just because that felt more a little bit more intrusive potentially and more personal. Um, and so those are housed on my website, whatsgoodproject.com. And I asked the folks that I interviewed to identify a nonprofit organization in their community. So 20% of any sales from the art goes to that organization. So it becomes kind of a, a little bit of a reinvestment also because it's their stories, right? I, I did that and I still have issues in my brain of like, am I profiting off other people's stories? I'm totally not trying to do that. But um, this felt like a good balance or it feels like a good balance now. So that's kind of how it started. It started in 2019 and it started to, it started to grow, which is awesome. It's really fun. What's the process? You know, you, you went in and you found your origin. So then you had to develop a process and, and, I know as well as anybody that when you start some new project, like you stumble a couple of times, like, oh, yeah. how did you go about starting it? And how did that develop? Um, the way that you just described how you work is kind of how I work. So I was like, light bulb moment, you know, I'm going to do this. And so then I, I, um, I don't force is a strong word, but I really, I asked my husband, Aaron, to be my guinea pig. And so he took me to a place, he grew up in Southern Iowa, took me to a lake where he grew up and, um, and we did, had a conversation. I interviewed him. I learned new things about him, which we've been together for almost a decade. So that was great. And then, um, created at the time I started doing drawings. I was like, I'm going to just do little drawings and one painting and I don't really like drawing. So I'm not sure why I decided that was a great idea, probably because I thought it would be quick. Yeah. Mm -mm. So, um, so that was stumble number one. I just scrapped the drawing thing after a while. And then I applied for a grant on campus here at Iowa State. We're fortunate. We have faculty funds to do that. And I decided I was like, I'm just going to see if I can get a grant to go down to the Delta because that's... To me, that's where I was born. I love, we got married in the Delta. Like we go back all the time. I love it. And I thought there are stories in the Delta, you know, because I had spent time there recently. And so I got the grant. So getting the money, you're like, well, I'm doing this now. So then um, that was the summer of 2019. And I went down and I spent, I think I had made three separate trips, like summer through fall. Um, and I had a show lined up at Jackson State University in Jackson. And so I, and I wanted to have paintings done for that, which was a great deadline, you know. So I had 
But at the I same had, time, no pressure, right? No pressure. No pressure. And then the other thing was um, a really cool initiative that the Iowa Arts Council did with the Iowa Department of Natural uh, Department of Oh my gosh, the DNC. No, not the DNC. DNR, Department of Natural Resources. They created a project called 20 Artists in 20 Parks. So they put one artist in a state park and we had to create art based on our experiences in that park. So I just interviewed park ranger and I was like, oh, look at all these weird tie-ins. So all of these things were happening at once. So it was like, to me, it was like, oh, it's a sign from the universe. I'm just going to go for this. Um, so then, so I went to the Delta that summer, fall, and I did six interviews in six different counties. And Derek, I'm still catching up with, I mean, I'm so, I'm not a slow painter, but my, you know, your job, like a full-time job kind of gets in the way and then the pandemic. And so, um, so I have, if I could do it all over again, I would have been probably more honest with myself about my timeline and everybody's been so gracious. Like I've emailed um, folks in the Delta that I interviewed and I'm like, look, I'm real slow. I'm, st- you know, these, this project is still moving forward, whatever. And they've been like, no problem. Cause it's not like it's anything on there, you know, there, there's no deadline for them. So, um, so I'm still like, I have not really done any new interviews because I'm still working on, I'm working on Tallahatchie County, which should be done hopefully in a couple of weeks. And then I'm going to do Sharkey County and LaFleur and Cahoma. Um, and then I've got, I was invited by a community here in Iowa to go to their town and start doing what's good there. So I've, I just had a, my first interview with one of the, an artist in Oskaloosa. And so that will be at the end of the year. So I'm kind of holding off on interviews just because I've got a backlog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do have actually, I'll be down in Mississippi in the fall for a couple of weeks at Jack's Farms. So I'm going to come visit you and meet you in person at some point. But I want to like do, I would love to interview, um, like, I, you know, there's what, like I, eight more counties I need to do in the Delta. And it, my dream is like, I want to do every county in the state, but that will take me decades. Or, Are you one of those old wooden uh, Mississippi maps that have the counties all in blocks and you can... Yeah. Exactly. Put one in. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been, um, it's been, uh, interesting. And I guess throughout all of that, I've just tried, I've started doing limited edition prints is like another way to kind of keep, have a lower price point for folks and also create more income stream for those nonprofits potentially. So a cool thing that's happened just naturally, um, Belma Wilson, who I interviewed from Quitman County, she's, and we've developed a great kind of working relationship friendship over the past few years. And she is the Quitman County tourism and economic director now. And so they have a welcome center and they're where um, I sent her probably 50 prints in the fall and a bunch of greeting cards with the paintings I had done. And so we're splitting the proceeds 50, 50. So whatever they, I'm, you know, paid for the product and then it's just easy income for them. You know, it's been closed, but they still, I mean, I think they still have been getting some sales, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. I do uh, um, the, the historical society here in Brookhaven, since I moved back, they got me to do a landmark each year. Oh, that's awesome. An ornament. 
yeah. and, and sell that for. It's just, it's not only nice to, to get that circulated, but they're so grateful. Right. They're so grateful. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's cool to have something that's a visual, I think as artists, we don't realize like what we can, how we can contribute. We just think, Oh, well, yeah, that's what I do is I make art. But other people are like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool that it's of our town, you know, of our community that this exists or whatever. Um, and Quitman County, their website, they've used all of the paintings that I've done for them as like their images on there, which is, I'm super flattered by that, you know, so you get on discoverqc.org and it's like Jennifer Drinkwater. <laughs> but how yeah. exciting does that make the town look? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know? I, I mean, I, I've, your paintings are super exciting. Like they're, yeah. I could see if a town went and used that, that would be a nice pull. Yeah. Well, and I had no, you know, you can't predict that sort of stuff like your podcast, right? It's like, you just have no idea how it's going to unfold, but it's just being flexible and open to how you can best serve and go with the people you're partnered with, you know, your partners and your communities and all of that. So it's been, it's awesome. So what's the dream? What would be the Seeing this develop in the future, what would be like your ultimate vision? Um, to quit my job. <laughs> totally. I mean, I don't know if I should probably put that in the magazine, but um, yeah, I would love to be a full-time artist. Like, love it. I would love to be able to um, have more of a presence in Mississippi, whether it's like spending half the year or moving back, you know, like it's hard to do if you can't, if you don't have, you know, some income, right? Um, I would love that. I think it would be great to, I've had a couple of people that I've met from other communities up in the Midwest ask me, what would it look like for me to come and like be an artist in residence in their place for like a month and do a what's good project. And that would be awesome. Um, if I had, you know, if I could just leave for a month or whatever. So the, the self-employment thing is like, really the dream. And then I think it'd be really cool to do a book or do like some kind of little docu-series or something, you know, to be able to really um, get some of these stories out there and get, um, I don't know. I just feel like all these communities are set, doing such great stuff and to get some accolades or whatever. i I think I see what I do is I like making connections between places and people. I feel like I'm a connector. It feels like you're a connector too. And like, that's a big role that we can play and just being like, Hey, this is awesome. You need to know about what's happening over here, you know, and then like support it, whether you can go visit or send money or whatever. Um, How can we just draw more attention to all the good things that are already happening? You know, so that could be through, Lots of different ways, I guess. Thank you, as always, to our members, the Friends of the Little Yellow Building, Beth Breland, Mary Hardy, Jenny Moak, Evelyn Peavy, Jennifer Drinkwater, the Smith family, Gwen Fury, Mary Adams, the Evans family, Janet Smith, Jenny Howard, Buffy Jordan, and Bob Ruzak. 